All right, so uh, a year from now, you get a new job. Whew. <laughs> You're working as a lawyer, but you were like, you know what? You were like, I'm sick of being this like total, you know, elitist above everyone, you know? Right. I need a good humbling. You you were craving <laughs> a good humbling. <laughs> You started working at a uh, at a bowling alley in town. Mm, of course, in Austin. The 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 night shift, I believe. <laughs> the graveyard shift, but you fucking love it. It's the only twenty uh, four hour uh, bowling alley in, in Austin. Mm-hmm. It's a prestigious job. Yeah, it is. If you will. It's called not um, quite the humbling I needed. It's called uh, <laughs> spare yourself some time to go bowling. <laughs> We spent a lot on the sign because it was so long. <laughs> it's such a large, it's a terrible name, but it is a very big sign. And so basically, uh, you're kind of working graveyard shift there, you know, checking people in, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's kind of an interesting job uh, just because, you know, you meet some real fucking weirdos working at this 24-hour bowling shop. Oh, yeah. uh, there's this one guy who comes in like 3 a.m., They say he could have been the best bowler in the world. Dun, dun, dun. But he gave it all up to raise a family. Mm, boo. <laughs> His wife ended up uh, leaving him and taking the kids. He hasn't seen any of them for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. He is fucking mad, dude. I bet. And that's why That's why his, his curveball is so curvy. <laughs> he actually throws the curviest curveball you've ever seen mm-hmm. in your like like when he throws that curveball uh you've been calling it the salma hayek <laughs> that's how curvy this fucking wow, curveball yeah. is <laughs> incredible ball absolutely incredible so you've been working there for a little while now and uh you know you like it um you get along really well with your uh, supervisor um ida may journals is her name (laughs) and uh so things are going okay as far as like work goes you're not making like a ton of money but honestly you kind of like it you like the clientele you Mm -hmm. like the hustle and bustle of Mm -hmm. the nightlife yeah yeah you also get 50 percent off uh, hot dogs right what do i normally put on my hot dogs sauerkraut Mm mm-hmm Caramelized onions. Piping hot mustard. This is spicy piping or temperature? Both. (laughs) Threat. Little bit of uh, sports peppers. Mm -hmm. Of course. Tomatoes. And for a second, when you bite into this fucking hot dog, mm. you hear like a like a dog barking in the background. Mm. You think of Chicago. <laughs> mm. Oh, Chicago. It's fucking good, dude. Mm. It is very, very good. Oh, yeah. I'm sweating just hearing about it. It tastes <laughs> in fucking credible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This 
Chicago dog <laughs> that you're eating. So uh, anyway, so but things are going okay. Um, you uh, you go home, you go to sleep. Um, you dream of a howling void. You wake up mm-hmm. the next day. It's your day off. What do you normally do on your day off? Uh, my day off, I normally visit this popsicle stand a little out of town. It's a long walk, uh, and I walk back with the popsicle. What's Most, the name of the t- popsicle place? It's the Poppin' Sticks. So you decide to get your Poppin' Sticks on. Mm-hmm. You put on your Poppin' Sticks t-shirt. Mm-hmm. It has the uh, the logo of the uh, the Poppin' Sticks uh, <laughs> popsicle stand. Mm-hmm. It's a um, it's a like a stick, and he's kind of like dressed like a uh, marine, and he's cradling a broken stick in his hands, <laughs> and he's crying, and he's saying, "You weren't supposed to die." <laughs> It's clearly like Vietnam, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, they, it's, a, but it's an they, old stand. So it's, it's a still, very it's old <laughs> stand, and clearly the, the owner at one point was working out his trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's good popsicle stick, man. Yeah. So you uh, you go out there, you walk up. Your favorite um, employee of that place is there. This mm-hmm. guy, Albert Tongues. Oh, I love that guy. And you kind of do. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like, you guys don't hang out or anything like that. Like, you don't really see him outside of uh, the store. But every time you see him, you think, I'd die for him. Mm -hmm. And you know he'd do the same for you. Yeah. And maybe one day he will. So you go in, um, and and he's there. And you go, Albert. And he goes, Mac. (laughs) You're like, hell yeah. And so. um, Clearly, we have a lot of chemistry. (laughs) You get uh, your favorite uh, popsicle, um, Frankenberry, mm-hmm. and he goes, enjoy it, and he goes, I'll see you soon, and you're like, yeah. You sure will. You go, hell yeah, you will. Mm-hmm. You walk away, you go to lick that popsicle, and it tastes like nothing. Mm. And you're like, what? And you try a... Uh, tasting the entirety of this popsicle Mm -hmm. and you come to discover that in in that i deep throat the popsicle was or i just eat the whole thing you just try to eat the whole thing okay just one bite yeah and it's just it tastes like nothing to you good and you start freaking out Mm -hmm. and uh you you like run into like a mcdonald's and you go i need a a big mac stat Mm -hmm. one of the guys just throws it at you you catch it Mm midair you don't even pay for it like like, they can just they know know what's going on they can tell how frantic you are girls going through something yeah you bite into that Big Mac. It, it ta- I mean, you might as well be biting into fucking cardboard. It tastes like nothing. Wow. Shoot. Yeah, Thumbs and you're up. you're pretty upset. Mm-hmm. You don't really know what to do, but you kind of think to yourself, you're like, well, you know what? I could like, I can't taste anything right now, but I'm going to take advantage of this. So, you know, you need, uh, of course, to eat food to live, even if you can't taste it. So you go to the grocery store, uh, Lanolax Groceries, um, you go there and um, you stock up on like all this healthy shit that you would never, ever eat normally. Broccoli, Ugh. cauliflower. Ugh. You pick up the cauliflower and you say out loud like, well, this isn't that pretty of a flower. And uh, it, your voice actually echoes in the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> you start stocking up some healthy fucking shit, dude. Mm-hmm. And you're like... Uh, you're pretty into it. Yeah. 
You go home, you're, you're living in an apartment complex called the Salty Pear. <laughs> and uh, you're kind of like uh, in a pretty good mood and stuff, even though you're pissed about the whole loss of taste. Mm-hmm. But just for food, like you, uh, you crack open, you're kind of like, kind of like something tells you that you can probably still taste a beverage. You open up a fucking Pepsi Cola, mm. you bring it to your lips. It's the best Pepsi you've ever had in your life. Wow. So you can still drink things and taste it, but okay. eating it, you can't. Okay. Do I buy a blender, perhaps? You make a mental note to yourself okay. <laughs> to buy a blender. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a pretty nice night out. Mm-hmm. You think to yourself, you know what? I'm going to go for a swim. Mm. The reason that the uh, apartment complex is called the Salty Pear is that uh, there's a swimming pool there in the shape of a pear. Uh, and there's just piles of salt <laughs> on the side of it. <laughs> Not in the water. Just no, no. Near oh, it. no, no, no. no, no, but no. Near. There's just piles Adjacent of salt. to, yeah. No one knows what to do with it. Mm-mm. <clears throat> From a distance, they look like towering pyramids. Mm. <laughs> Quite the distance. So you walk. <laughs> so you walk up, and you're, uh, you know, you walk up, you like your towel and stuff. You kind of like set it down on a, a chair or whatever. Put your stuff down, and you turn around. You're about to jump in when suddenly you notice. From the bottom of the pool, there's like a like a small like black like almost circle. Mm. You're like, what the hell? A large circle, void like, or it's void like, but okay. it's kind of small. Oh, what do you do? Well, I look around, see if anybody else has noticed this hole. No, um, no, there's actually no one in the apartment uh, complex right now. Uh, just, just you, me, and the salt. Everyone else. Um, they went to this uh, <clears throat> live taping of this sh- uh, this show. What it is, is it's like a talent show, mm. and it's hosted by uh, Shania Twain. Of course. And what happens is you go up and you do like your talent, whether it's like singing a song or telling jokes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if she likes it, you keep going to the next round. Oh, and if wow. you don't like it, she goes, that don't impress me oh, much. Classic Shania. The door opens, like, then like underneath them, like a like a, a door opens and they, fo- and they fall. <laughs> no one knows what happens to them. Mm. Your apartment complex won uh, free tickets to go watch the latest taping of it. And it is fucking a pretty entertaining show. Like, there's a lot I, I of I can death. imagine. Yeah. So it's just you. But I decide not to go. Yeah. You, you're just kind of a little weirded out yeah. by it. I'm not impressed. No. If you you're will. not impressed. Yeah. So do you like, do you do anything? Yeah. I'm sure I have maybe a, a cup with me. I fill yeah. it with salt so it sinks. Maybe I throw it into the void, see if it disappears. You throw it at the circle. And the second that it hits it, it expands. And the, you, the circle expands or the cup expands? The circle does. Oh. What you realize is that it was a uh, like a like a some sort of a you know interdimensional monster mm. uh, who was all wrapped up in itself. And when you touch it, it like oh, I've awakened grew, it. Yeah, it grew to a huge size. And what it is is it's a, a single eyeball uh, staring at you with its purple eye, mm. and it has like a fuck ton of like tentacles. Oh. It opens its mouth. It mm-hmm. has just fucking jaws dude oh wow a little bit of flame comes out of it as it breathes Ooh. in the water it's way out of water oh okay it's, yeah. it's wow towering 
towering above you. Mm-hmm. And it looks much, at, much like the salt mounds from a distance. Yeah. Towering. And it looks at you and it goes, hello, Mac. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a two-year-old. Yeah, I say, hello, back. In case it's another language. Sure. <laughs> and he goes, I love swimming. You're like, what? So you start talking to it and you realize that it's like this strange Lovecraftian monster living in your um, your swimming pool. But it has like the mind of like a two-year-old. Mm. And it's like, and it's very sweet, actually. Like, it's kind of like a, a, a nice, you know, a nice, you know, it's essentially like a, like a five-year-old mm. of its species. Okay. And um, at one point it does rise to its uh, highest point and like just gobbles down a flock of geese into there. Oh, wow. Comes back and just goes, and she goes, yummy in my tummy. I love woo. <laughs> so you end up playing with this, uh, you know, monster or whatever for a while, about two or three hours. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes, okay, Mac, I'll see you tomorrow. And it kind of like disappears down mm-hmm. to the pool. You look down into it and you realize it shrunk itself into a small, almost imperceptibly small black dot Mm. at the bottom of your fucking pool. Wow. You're like, holy shit. You back to your apartment. Mm. Kind of like, that was fucking weird. Um, You remember you have like a a show that night. You're doing a a show at... um, the Austin Opera House. Mm. You were booked to uh, perform before um, like an opera. Mm. Right. It turns out that there's like a, a massively talented and popular uh, opera singer also named uh, Mac Fitzgerald. <laughs> and so they booked you thinking they were booking her. So, uh. but like, you're like, ah, uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Cause, cause they're like, you have to go out there and sing. And you're like, mm-hmm. ah, it's not really what I do. <laughs> and so uh, basically you, you, they make you go out there and do like a 10 minute set to, I mean, just when I say silence, <laughs> at one point you look over there's this guy in the front row. He's wearing kind of, it almost looks like a Phantom of the Opera mask. And like, you'll tell a joke and it's just dead silence. And he just goes, shh. That's how silent Mm-mm. it is. It does not go well at all. Right. Sounds not great. So you, did, so, I, did I use the full 10? Oh, you filled the time. I mean, you had By like, singing. No, you, oh, okay. you did your act. You were like, I'm not going to sing. It's not uh-huh. what I do. So you you do your act and mm-hmm. um, you get paid and stuff, but people are not happy with you at all. Yeah. What was my act if not singing? You should stand up. Oh, wow. Yikes. You, you decided to like riff for a little bit mm-hmm. at the beginning. Yeah. Like at one point, <laughs> at one point you like, like you just don't know what to do and mm-hmm. you just go, Hey, Figaro, Figaro. Am I right? <laughs> And like no one, and it was just again, just yeah, it wasn't right. Yeah. yeah, and you're just like, I guess I'm not, huh? And everyone's quiet, and you're just like, Do you guys hate me? And just silence. And you go, Do you like me? And just silence. It's a very confusing set. Mm-hmm. Nobody's happy. No one. Good. It's fucking happy. So you leave, you go back home, you're like, holy shit. And you're like, but at least, at least I got paid. Mm-hmm. And then they paid you pretty well, actually. So you're, even though it was just a disaster, uh, they paid you pretty well. So uh, you go home, 
You close the door. As soon as that door closes, there's a, a knock. What do you do? Uh, I'll look in the peephole to be safe. So uh, you look through the peephole and standing there is this guy. It looks like it looks like he's dressed like a like a Catholic priest. He's got, he's got the collar and everything like that. But you realize like he's wearing like a like battle armor. Mm. He's got like uh, what you could swear. It's like a lightsaber at his fucking waist. Oh. He knocks again. What do you do? Well, if he's part priest, I'll probably go put on another jacket. They'll they'll go open the door. (laughs) Just to be safe. You put on another jacket. It's a members only jacket. You feel fucking cool. Uh Uh-huh. You open the door. He goes, hello. He goes, my name is uh, Benedict Orlando. I'm Mm. a Catholic battle priest. Oh. He goes, do you have two minutes? What do you do? Sure. He goes, may I come in? No. <laughs> not, with, not with that priest caller. He goes, fair enough. I get it. He goes, look, um, I'm sorry to bother you. Uh, I'm sure this is going to sound like nonsense, but um, he goes, there's no way that you saw like a um, like a Lovecraftian monster anywhere around here, did you? You see his hand go to his fucking lightsaber as he grips it, and he just goes, I'm just curious. What do you say? I I say, yeah, I, I, I saw something. He goes, oh, yeah, where? In the, the pear pool. He kind of like looks past you through like the window. Mm-hmm. And he sees the that pear-shaped pool. Mm. And he goes, that one over there? That's the one. And he goes, and you're certain. Positive. He goes, all right, well, uh, I won't keep your, uh, your keep you any longer. He goes, roll tide. <laughs> he gives you a, like a, a, like a, what looks like a business card and you grab it. It's just, it's a, a gift card to the Darden family restaurant group for <laughs> like $25. And you're like, huh? All right, whatever. You close the door to your apartment and lock it. The second you lock it, you hear like these loud, almost alien, like, but definitely childlike screams coming from uh, the pool. Mm-hmm. And you hear like, oh, it hurts. Like It's like a little kid voice. Mm-hmm. And you hear essentially a child uh, scream as it's uh, stabbed to death uh, by Benedict Orlando. <laughs> it lasts about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Puts, I, do puts, I stay in the house the entire time? Yeah, you can't move. Okay. It, uh, it kind of lasts for a while. He definitely puts up a fight. Mm-hmm. And so like basically the slaughter ends and you're like, holy shit. You're like, whatever. You go to sleep. <laughs> I get over it immediately. Well, you don't even know how to react and you mm-hmm. just kind of like fall. You're kind of fall like you just fall asleep. Yeah. You wake up the next day. It's your day off. And you think to yourself, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to some nice breakfast. Mm-hmm. And uh, you walk uh, outside, jump into your car, start pulling off. This is a new spot in town. It's called uh, the Breakfast Bonsai. Mm-hmm. They just drop the food onto your plate. It's a fucking experience, uh-huh. dude. And so you start driving. And uh, as you're driving, you suddenly like, you're only really paying attention. You kind of like your eyes drift up. And you realize that when you look up into your review mirror, you see like a man sitting in the backseat. Oh, how long have I been driving? 
seven seconds. Okay. And you go, what the fuck? And you turn around to look behind yourself. And there's no one sitting back there. And you think to yourself, I've got to get myself as some coffee. And you actually say that out loud. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you turn around and you start driving and you look up in the rearview mirror and God damn it if you don't see that same fucking man wow. again. You turn this around, jokester. no one's there. Wow. You go, what the fuck? You turn back around and look in the rearview mirror and you really focus on this guy. It's basically, it's kind of hard to explain. It's um, this guy is sitting in the back seat. Um, his face is like a plume of smoke. It's like constantly moving. Mm-hmm. His left eye glows red. Oh. He's smoking a cigarette. He's kind of looking out the window. And he goes, um, hello, Mac. It's me. The man in the back seat. He who rules the road. Wow. And he goes, why'd you give him up? He goes, he's dead now. Why'd you give him up, Mac? What do you say? I break down crying, uh, but a confused cry. Because I'm not sure who I gave up. He's looking out the window and he just goes, huh save your tears and he like makes a fist with his uh with with his arm and then uh, your car explodes and you die <laughs> shoot you go to hell of course and uh in hell the only uh like source of water that you have uh, is your own tears uh, and you only have six left six and, tears left yeah and you have to um, kind of spread them out over several over billion, eternity <laughs> over several billion years mm-hmm. after five billion years eventually the universe just ceases to exist oh, okay. but uh <laughs> yeah so, they didn't have any tears still yeah, yeah. by then what you were waste. bone dry <laughs> but it's about five billion years of suffering <laughs> you you gave that monster up immediately to Benedict Orlando. Mm. He didn't even try to hide him. He was just a child. <laughs> it was kind of creepy. <laughs> you sensed him to death. <laughs> he would have united all the nations of the earth. <laughs> you should have had a more mature voice. Can't trust a baby voice. <laughs> <laughs>